Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. I'm going to change that up. I'm getting bored of it. And we're in. Yeah. And we're in. It just feels like I've found it, I've settled on it, and now Mm -hmm. I want something different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, yeah. you got to chase your dreams. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. I feel like I monopolized a lot of the last week's conversation, and I apologize for that. I want to. I want to straight mm-hmm. up apologize. You were doing a lot of reviews. You were doing yeah. a lot of a lot of uh, recommendation. You were doing a lot of open opening up about stuff. Yeah, well, we, we and we had that nice moment. Do you remember? We had mm-hmm. that nice moment. Yeah, that was nice. That was nice, and, and I mean that. I, I, I meant all that. Mm-hmm. Really did come from the heart, so that's cool. You know, man. Take from that what you will. But uh, this week, I think uh, we should we should broaden it out a little bit. Um, maybe talk about a few more than one subject. We uh, should do that because we we kind of went masterwork the thesis on on comedy last time, and and only without the the masterwork or yeah. the thesis. We got we got into some things. I did some math. You did math, okay? Yeah, <laughs> you said math. I was confused for a second. <laughs> I did some math. <laughs> it yeah. kind of sounded like. No, it. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't do that. I was like, "Whoa, man!" Yeah, no. Nah. Whoa, one me. Okay. Uh, but anyway, let's 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 talk uh, about uh, let's talk about things. Uh, what? How are you? I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't do a marketing corner. We should we do? Should we kick it off with a marketing corner just to like, boom, blow it up? Yeah, sure. Okay. Let's start with, uh, you know, a lot of you come, uh, to this podcast. You come here week after week because of Nelson's keen marketing mind and marketing genius. Yeah. And he is not going to let you down. He has been thinking for two weeks now, um, about his latest marketing strategies. Yeah, man. And his latest marketing, um, adventures. Uh, mm-hmm. He is an entrepreneur in his own right. I am. Um, he's, uh, I'm like Shark Tank, but I'm all of the sharks. That's right. It's like Jaws. Uh, so, uh, without further ado, let's 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 reveal the secrets of the, the, the man behind okay, this mind. Here's what I've been working on. Okay. Uh, multiple shades of blue. Boom. There you go. Marketed. Can you kind of Kind of go maybe in in more. Are you, are you saying blue sells itself? Blue man, blue solid. I was just you know I was just looking at this shirt one day and I was like, hey man, there's like four or five shades of blue on this shirt, multiple shades of blue. And you bought the shirt? Yeah. Well, no, I already had it. Oh. But then I was looking at it and I was like, oh, whoa, look at all the shades of blue, right. multiple shades of blue. Okay. And I wrote it down. Okay. I wrote it down on the chalkboard. Yeah. Uh, I mean, got a chalkboard. I've sort of, I've sort of kind of billed you as the, as a genius here and what you're telling me. Are you saying is, multiple shades of blue is a bad idea? You're saying that's not going to sell? I, who's the marketing not, genius here? Me or I'm, you? Okay. Uh, owning a shirt and marketing are two different things. <laughs> no, I'm saying that, I'm not saying that own a shirt. I'm saying multiple shades of blue. Okay. Okay. Um, is this, is it like a knockoff version of like 50 shades of gray? Is it no. like, like a sex book? Are you writing no. a sex book? Is that what you're well, saying? Well, I'm writing a sex book, but that's not what it's about. Well, now let's talk about the sex book. That sounds interesting. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, what, what's your sex book about? Um, it's about, you know, do you know what ventriloquism is? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's about that. But let's assume I don't. 
for the for the readership. Okay. Okay. Um, it's kind of an old style of comedy where people have dummies that help them tell jokes. Okay, great. So we cleared that up. They're so like how, kind of characters and stuff. How does that factor into your sex book? Deeply. Okay. <laughs> Deeply. Please, uh, d- d- can you tell us more? Um, I, I mean, here's the thing. I don't want to just give this stuff away. No, that's true. Like, I, I'm going to have books to sell soon. Right. Once I find an agent and a publisher. Well, but what what about a little a little tease? Like maybe maybe just a little excerpt or a little okay. uh, a moment from it. Okay. Okay. Um. I see. I haven't really, I haven't really tried to market it yet. Okay. And I, I spent all my marketing time this week on multiple shades of blue. Uh huh. Okay. Um. So, have you know, have you ever wondered what it'd be like if like people were having sex, but then also they each like had a a, a, a dummy that they used to tell jokes, and those dummies were also having sex? Um. Then this is the book for you. I think you've got a hit on your hands. Mm-hmm. I really do. I really do. I was reticent at first because mm-hmm. it seemed a lot like you were That's not it always up. what happens, but I mean, like, that's, that's, I think, the main reason that people want to read the book. Well, yeah, no, I, I mean, uh, what I like about it is mm-hmm. that it, it, it is what it says. It doesn't try to do something different uh-huh. than, than what it is. Uh, and mm-hmm. that's a book about people who are fucking and uh-huh. they're, ventriloquist dummies uh-huh. who are also fucking yeah I mean, am, I, am, I, am i right uh-huh. i haven't even read the book and i can I feel yeah like I can and they're like it. you know they're making jokes and stuff while it's happening like they right. do right they're going to change its spots uh-huh uh and i i really feel like uh that's a it's a it's a good striking image mm-hmm. that people will get and understand um you know a, yeah i i i feel like it, it almost sells itself you're right yeah you're right it um, also like i try to do a war and peace thing with it too, uh-huh. where like that's happening, but also it's a really accurate retelling of like, like um, of the first Gulf War. Okay, there's like a long chapters that tell about all the things that happened in that war. Right, it's 1,300 pages. The long. first Gulf War is where they blew up the first Death Star. Is that yeah? Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. And the one that was full of oil. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a that was a good one. I feel like that one that was a good one. Better than the second Gulf War. It's we'll, true. We were on Hoth. No Death Star. That's why. Always happens. Always mm-hmm. happens. Well, I think a lot of all people the best be, ones got Death Star. I certainly them. will be looking for for excerpts from your book in the coming weeks. Is there a place people can go to? I mean, get more information? like I said, I'm still trying to lock down some representation. I'm still trying to lock down some cash money, right, and some publishing rights. So, right. like, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm keeping it pretty close to the vest here. You know who you should get involved in this project? Who? Rob Schulte. It's true. I think he's the kind of guy. We could make he, it a podcast. He could, well, no, no. I mean, I think he's branching out. I think he's branching. Oh, Oh, is he? He, was saying, he was saying he wants to go into publishing, but specifically, oh, really? specifically erotica, erotica, uh-huh. and specifically comedy erotica, and specifically ventriloquist comedy erotica. That's what he was. Well, just I mean, there's laughs in it, but it's not a comedy. It's very like somber. Sure, it's very somber sure. and romantic. Well, I mean, with the backdrop of the first Gulf War, it's yeah. not going to be all laughs, is it? No, no. I mean, there are a lot of in living color references. That's but at the same time, good, you know. Yeah, I, I try to still like hit hit people with in, right in, hit them right in the genitals and, and right in the heart. 
That's um, what I try to do. I, I I feel like we've devoted a great amount of time to Marketing Corner, um, <laughs> and then maybe we should move on to, to something else. Uh, so have you- I thought that just the first part was Marketing Corner. I thought that was like getting getting to check in on what Nelson's up to, Corner. Well, the, you know, it could be, we could, you know, why, why, why Corner Quibble at this point? That's I mean, true. I feel like you covered it all, didn't you, buddy? Yeah. In great detail, uh, although it's actually no detail. I mean, it was... Amazing job of doing both. You're like, uh, I feel like I just wanted to give people just the, the slightest hint of a taste. I feel like they're all walking away satisfied and more confused mm-hmm. than they were before you started talking. Yeah. And that's the most you can have. It's like when you walk in a room and there's clearly some perfume or cologne and you try to just eat it out of the air. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> so, uh, a book of poetry you're, you're working on as well from, from that kind of statement. That's, that's those fancy words. Uh huh. You get your $2 metaphors out, slap your literary dick around on the table for a little while. at all. <laughs> I, think, I think that's what you were attempting to do. Uh, I mean, certainly walking and talking all perfume in the air and you try no, to. No, I think I was just, I was still trying to, I don't know. <laughs> I'm still trying to do marketing, I guess. <laughs> oh, great podcast trainer well, of 2018. I've also been trying to figure out what's that thing across the room that's dark but has a light colored bow kind of tied around it? That's a hat. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a country style hat. Okay. Uh, on top of a bear head, a stuffed bear head. Okay, that's yeah. what that explains yeah. everything I'm saying. Yeah. Now, why in my basement do I have a country style hat atop a stuffed bear head? I didn't ask that question at all. I'm glad because I, I'm I could not... I could assume all kinds of reasons. Well, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you any of that. I don't want to know. I want to. I want. I want to have a hint of mystery in my life. <laughs> that's good. Like, you like can't go like, around knowing everything. Like cologne, you eat from the air. Yep. Uh, the hint of mystery. Uh-huh. Wow. This one. This one is going places. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, is there an award for podcasts like the Oscars? The there Oscars? is. Is there? I think there. I've is heard like that the, there's one. The potties or the. I don't know what it's called. The casties or the. Maybe. Uh, it's got to be something like that. Maybe we should start our know. own and just for us. We could. We've like won five potties. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, we give other people awards, but every year we win the best Double Deuce Podcast Award. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then we stipulate that if anybody wants to use our awards, mm-hmm. they have to, to enter in along with their names that the same competition in which Double Deuce won the best Double Deuce Podcast mm-hmm. Award. We're good. C's Marketing Genius. Yeah. Yeah. What do we call our awards again? Potties. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what they call the other ones, though? I don't know what the other ones Me are called. Me neither. we got to look that up before we, we start trademarking it. Hey, Alan. Alan, if you're listening, when you get around to it, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, will you check out what the awards are called uh, for other podcasts? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be here. We'll be back to you in uh, six to eight months. Yep. Once uh, our intern gets mm-hmm. that information we get our lawyer on it, too. It we should get the, the paperwork going. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I should also get someone to walk around with that bare head and hat on. I just fucking I just lost the plot on this one here in a big way. Me too. Oh, I, I was, think we keep asking each other to make shit up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been <laughs> sort of, we've been doing a bunch of it this episode, and so now I'm having trouble tracking where we are. That's all right. We, I keep we were going to do shit up off the top of my head. We were going to do Brock Wilbur News Corner. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So our friend Brock Wilbur, the stand-up comedian, uh, who is from Salina initially, then lived in L.A. and now mm-hmm. is in. 
the Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah. Uh, and has a bunch of, uh, he surfs the, 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 the dirty rim of the deep net or the mm. dark net or whatever. He does some really good, like, freelance writing stuff on, yeah. online too. And but it gets him into trouble because he takes, you know, positions that agree with morality and things. That's right. That's right. Which does not make <laughs> it you makes, popular. It makes him enemies on the internet. That's right. That's right. And, and because of that, uh, apparently someone hacked, a Idaho police accountability page called yeah. Idaho Cop Rank or something like something that. Something like that. And, uh, and, and claimed <laughs> the, posted a bunch of dirty pictures. And then when people called it on it, they're like, yes, this page has been hacked by me, Brock Wilbur. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's Brock, me, Brock Wilbur, motherfuckers, <laughs> they said. And so, uh, first of all, I think it's impressive to have the, the level of notoriety that someone doc uses you as their like hacking. It's hacking true. Docs. Although I do like that they're using like out of date doxed information. That's true. It's true. Yeah, they had him in they had him in L.A. Uh-huh. Uh, at the time, which anybody who listens to his podcast called Missouri Loves Company uh-huh. uh, would know that he's not. I feel like he's got in. doesn't he got he's got multiple podcasts. He's got like yeah, he's got a ton of podcasts. He's a mm-hmm. he's a podcast maven. Uh, but uh, yeah. So they, I believe someone commented on that whole thing that if they wanted to convince somebody that it was really you, they should have started a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, pretty good burn, that friend. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that is that is a sick burn. Uh, but yeah, so the good news is uh, I think he's okay. Yeah. He wasn't physically harmed in this altercation, but no, a lot it of people all, in, all on the internet. A lot of people in Idaho hating Brock Wilbur, thinking he he, mm-hmm. he posts pictures of dirty porn pictures of cops. Yep. Uh, I don't think the guys in the pictures were real cops what no they had cop uniforms i mean they well, didn't really have full uniforms on though it was it was pretty pornographic well they weren't wearing not pants. tasteful like my like my book is gonna be um yeah i i mean i they didn't have handcuffs or tasers or guns and they weren't shooting they, they might have had handcuffs oh oh i didn't look that close yeah at, at that yeah well, i was trying to you know clear brock's name so I, I free Brock Wilbur. I take a pretty close look at all you the know, evidence. We should start a GoMe page for him uh, to, for his legal defense. And, <laughs> and then if we isn't if it we, kind of a problem that people are starting a lot of fake GoFundMe pages? I don't know. Is it? I don't. I don't really. I, although actually, our, ours is sarcastic. Yeah, <laughs> we have to make it clearly sarcastic. That reminds me. I feel of, like you've been hearing lately about people who are like raising money for cancer treatment for cancer they don't have. Yeah, has become yeah. a thing that's starting to happen. Or that that, shame. that couple that like the the story of the 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 couple that uh, she was stranded and a homeless guy gave her like his last sixty dollars to get gas. Which that story did started to not scan for me when it was like the homeless guy had like sixty dollars to uh-huh. be like here here you go. Not that homeless people can't have money. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but it just seemed like a, an exorbitant amount. And he could have been just like here here's ten bucks for gas to get you where you need to go. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, but anyway, so they, they, 60 they, became, does seem high. they became friends and started a YouTube page for this guy and he got like hundreds of thousands of dollars. And then it turns out they were all colluding and, mm-hmm. uh, and it was a big, big scam. Um, which, you know, is, it's not helpful for anybody. It's not helpful for, no. um, the homeless guy. It's not helpful for the, the couple. Uh, and it's not helpful for society because if there's one thing we don't need in the society, it's reasons not to care about each other or to think that we're lying to each other, you know? I mean, who does that? Who calls fake news all the time? Who does that? What kind of a monster would try to make us not believe each other in a time when we really need to trust and believe in each other more than mm-hmm. ever? 
That was Sanctimonious Corner. Yeah. By Will Averill. I'm thinking of starting my own religion, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, okay. Uh, Ron Hubbard did it. That worked out pretty well. It's true. Um, it's not, it's, I was just telling Jack, I'm like, if we didn't mind being duplicitous and, and inherently false all the time, mm-hmm. we can actually make a lot of money. Yeah. Because people will pay for that. They will pay for, for someone to tell them that it's going to be okay. It's true. I wouldn't, you know, but I mean, who wants to look into the screaming nothingness of an uncaring universe and and try to tell themselves it's all right on a regular basis? I mean, who wants? Some to do people that? do. I feel like Tom Hanks does that all the time. Is that that look in his eye is? Yeah, it's uh, him. Look, it's him staring into the void and the void not finding him wanting, I, and him being able to stare the void down. That's what he's doing. Tom Hanks just walks around every day of his life just staring the void. Down. I like that every... He every... looks into the void and the void blinks, sir. <laughs> I like that every acting job he's ever done has been an eternal struggle in an endless, uncaring universe. I feel like it's one of those things where, like, he's one of the few, like, intrinsic forces of the universe that are holding everything together. Yeah, he's the beam. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a beam in the center. Yeah. 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 He, yeah. yeah. In, the, in the clockwork that keeps, like... Everything from falling apart. One of those, one of those important, like, one of those load bearing parts of the universe is Tom Hanks. You know, I swore, uh, to myself earlier when you said you keep making me make shit up or we keep making each other make shit up that I wasn't going to make you make any shit up again for the rest of the episode. But now I really want to know that you, now that you said he's one of the people that uh-huh. keeps the, the beam of the uncaring universe together, who, who you think like the other, people who it's not all people some things are there are some natural forces okay you know like gravity uh which which is though that that is kind of embodied by gravity phil right gravity phil yeah yeah he's he's a woodchuck okay he's a woodchuck and Uh he does have he does wear a mask and a cape like a superhero Uh but he's just a regular woodchuck but at the same time, like he is like the pinpoint focus of all gravity within uh-huh. the known universe, uh-huh. like comes to a, a perfect, a perfect little dialed in infinitesimal dot right within the center of, of, of gravity fills being. So if something happens to gravity fill, like up is down, left is right, dogs and cats, it's going to be a problem. None of that was in my, my that's why he's got a cave. Okay. Well, you know, all the rest of everything still adds up, even without the fact that it all... You know how... Did you ever take any art classes or anything, like, with different perspective or points of perspective? Yeah. Where, like, the the way that you're looking at a thing between, like, a two or a three kind of point perspective. Right. You go to, like, the eighth point of perspective, that's where you can see, like, all the gravity just kind of, like... In just boom, 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 boom lines, and uh, then all those lines all come down to this one little point, and that point's gravity fell. Oh, that's what that point is. Yeah, yeah that's fascinating. I had no idea. That's why. I mean, it, it does kind of go to yeah, that that kind of little like burrow out by the woods. Uh-huh. And so maybe if you don't wait around to see, you're just like, oh, apparently all the gravity goes into that burrow and just lives under the ground. No gravity fills in there. Gotcha. Gotcha. It's his house. That, that makes, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That make, that makes total sense. Mm -hmm. That makes total sense. Uh, I'm glad to know that we, how gravity works. Yeah. Because I had some questions. And you might be like, isn't it weird that like, there'd be a guy like wandering around, like a woodchuck, you know, not just a guy, Uh, but, uh, he's like walking around and like, you can see gravity like following around. That's just when you're in the real close part. That's like, you know, 
like flat earth people are like, I don't see the earth earth curve, but it's like, man, the curvature of the earth needs a, a lot more perspective. Does, does he do it's a lot of walking around? Again. He, just... he doesn't wander the earth. He certainly doesn't leave the earth. He's still yeah. just a woodchuck, but right. he, he moves around within the world sometimes. He goes to Boca in the winter and he comes right. back up around kind of the Midwest for most of the year. Okay. okay. But he still like keeps it tight within like a thousand mile radius or so. That's that, that which that, as far as the universe is concerned is a very small point. That all tracks. That mm-hmm. all tracks. I I, I have uh, no problem with any of it and uh frankly mm-hmm. I'm I'm really glad that we uh we had this sort of Physics corner. Mm-hmm. Oh man, we can do this. Is we can get some more educational fun. Let's get some STEM one. grants. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh hey, we dropped uh, some science. I'll drop in a little more science too. Uh, the, they, they, <laughs> you know how they recorded those sounds from Mars? Mm-hmm. They sound like. <laughs> so I just STEM grant right there. I just recreated sounds from Mars. Now we're totally a science podcast. Can you relabel us? I could. We might need to fill. Oh man, did you see that shit? That like fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson is might be a rapist. Uh, I'm like, but I feel like we can fill the void where Star Talk left off because we need to get probably heard of Neil deGrasse Tyson. I guess, yeah, bad guy too. I guess that's not old Tom Hanks. At least still got him for now. Gravity fill for now. Until he loses that battle one day against the endless, uncaring void of the universe. That one day that epic struggle is going to fold. I really hope that at some point, like, when Tom Hanks is, like, uh, buying some gum at the store, like, I hope there's not a day where he just doesn't take the time to make sure he got the correct change. And if he's just like, I'm in a hurry, I'm just going to put the change in my pocket. That's one of those days where there's an extra quarter in there. And because Tom Hanks wasn't vigilant, like he loses just a little bit of purity within his soul because he just put that extra quarter in his pocket and then everything collapses. Because for for just a few seconds, Tom Hanks is like, I'm kind of in a hurry. I'm running a little late today. I overslept. I just needed some gum, but I got a meeting. And for like one, one brief fleeting second, he's not vigilant against evil, and then everything's gone. Could happen. It could. Shit could happen. We proved it scientifically. <laughs> that's, that's science. Uh, double deuce. Double deuce, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> I don't that's know what else episode. to say. I don't know what else to say. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thanks for listening to Double Deuce. We'd love to hear what you have to say. You can email us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at at doubledeucepod. Or look us up on Facebook at Double Deuce Podcast. It's all pretty simple, right? Yeah, not sure how you listen to us, but you can find us all over the place. iTunes and the Libsons and the Stitchers and, and the Google. I think it's Google Play. I don't know. There's other things, too. I found out there's all kinds of places. We're everywhere, man. Yeah. And hey, we really appreciate any feedback, and it does really, really help if you could review and rate it yeah. on iTunes in particular. Subscribe. Subscribe and let people know about it. Mm-hmm. Your word of mouth is, tell, is worth a thousand. Tell your friends. thousand mouths. Tell your mom. That are paid for. Your mom likes podcasts. Yeah, tell her. Everybody likes your mom, too. I love your mom. We both do. Double deuce. We're doing so well. Bye, Daddy.